everyone, and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I'm your host, Jason Hull, and joining me again this week is my soggy friend, Mr. Clay Dotson. Boy, hello, my name's Clay Dotson, a.k.a. James Jones, the Achievement Hall. I'm too busy ruining my Xbox experience, running after meaningless achievements. At the same time, ruining my video game experience. I haven't been able to play a, a true video game and enjoy it since 1986. Uh, shoot me. What's wrong with me? I'm doing it right now. I'm playing this game called Murder Soul Suspect. It came out probably, what, the first year of the, the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. I think it was even on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. But it's a garbage game. You, you, you die, you're dead, and you're trying to find your killer. And all it is is things that I hate, which is finding collectibles, which ironically is what I also like to do in video games. I hate um, myself, Jason. I hate myself. <laughs> What what is your gamer score up to now? Uh, one hundred and ninety-seven thousand seven hundred seventy-two, and that's over three sixty and Xbox One. <coughs> I have so looked. How many? I almost have a almost a balance of a hundred thousand on Xbox three sixty and a hundred thousand on Xbox One. So how long how long have you been? Um, uh, uh, an Xbox Live subscriber now, uh, remember whatever they want to call it. Uh, you know they've changed. I, I want to say 15 years. I'm checking right now. That sounds right because I think Josh is at like 17. I'm right behind you guys. Yeah, like one year. There's like one year difference. Uh, well, mine is. I'm at 15. A, 15 my, right now. Mine is uh, my gamer score is in the 60,000 range. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, but I finally, I just broke myself of the habit of needing to uh, get the achievements. So, uh. But I don't know, it's also kind of, okay, ironically enough, some games I've tried out because I'm like, oh, easy achievements, I've actually enjoyed it. And, mm-hmm. like right now, I've been playing this game called Sea Salt. I told you guys to download it. It's on Game Pass. And I don't exactly know, it's like an 8-bit slash 16-bit game where you are the bad guy and it's set maybe like in the 17, 1800s and all you do is control like creatures of evil. Like, they, it kind of reminds me of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you have little crab people, you have little worm people, uh, but you're you're trying to direct them and kill everything and then you move on to the next uh, room, if you will. It's not a room. I mean, that's kind of what they call them, you know, in those types of games. You just right. move from screen to screen. Um, and then you just keep killing and you keep unlocking cards. The music is fantastic. The gameplay is fantastic. Um, the achievements haven't been unlocking. That kind of sucks because it's bugged. But I'm still going through and playing it, and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. It's Dude, it's dark but cool. So like that game. I've been playing um, Slay the Spire. I'm not getting a lot of achievements from it, but never thought that I would like a card game like that, like a card attack. Or, a C- a or CCG. Yeah. You're talking about so like, we, a, like a Hearthstone type of uh, collectible card battling game. Yeah, except deal. every yeah. time you go through it, I mean, you don't get to, you know, control what cards you have. Every time it's a different experience. So, you know, right. you might start, um, you can tell it to trade out a relic or you can try to start with more HP. But uh, I've gotten to the third tier, which I guess is the last tier, and I've always gotten killed. So you always have to pay attention to some of the bosses. But today it's addictive and fun. I'll play a couple games and get pissed off, but then I'll just turn it off and then try again the next day. So. Did you ever play Hand of Fate 
it's on the Xbox. I played a little bit. I do remember it. Um, yeah. I actually thought it's about a, re-downloading it. So. There's a sequel out too, but uh, I never did try it. There's also the um, Lord of the Rings one, but I haven't heard very many good things about it. Yeah, I tried to play the Lord of the Rings one and immediately turned off. I was like, this is not a lot of fun at all, and I like Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah, that's so. what I'd heard. Uh, and, of course, I've documented my uh, disdain for Hearthstone, which anybody that knows me would find it hard to believe uh, about a year ago right. that I would have uh, put it down. But anyway, Clay... Uh, if it sound if uh, the listeners, it sounds like it's raining in my house. It's not, but it's raining so hard right now that you can hear it right outside. I mean, it's just it, it's. Uh, we actually right before we went on the air, I got a message saying that they've already canceled school here for tomorrow due to flash flooding. So. It was miserable. I had to go to a meeting in Nashville yeah. today for this project that I won. And man, I bet that was had terrible. Me- Gosh. It, well, man, the roads are just mm. garbage. You know how people are when they drive? Like, I just, just, yeah. just get... First of all, people drive terrible on the interstate in Tennessee anyways. Like, get over in the slow lane. And if you need to pass, get in the pass lane to get back into the, you know, into the slow lane, right lane, mm-hmm. whatever. It's easy peasy, but some people just want to hold up traffic, especially when it rains. It's like... The increased difficulty in a video game. <laughs> yeah. you know, more, there's more brake checks. There's more people swerving. People not paying attention. That irks me. Though, when people are on their cell phones, it's like, I get off your phone and pay attention. You could kill somebody, you know. So. Yeah. But uh, I just wanted to throw that out there real quick uh, before we really get into the episode this week. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that went on between when I talked to you yesterday and now. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Anything else you've been doing this week that you want to bring up before uh, we get down into it? Caught up on X-Men Comics. All the arcs, their first six-issue arcs have ended. Um, Aren't you, you know what? I, you know, this trend started, uh, it's been years now that it started, but like six-story or six-issue arcs, um, I, I'm kind of. I, I wish that they would get away from that, and I don't think they ever will now. I think they started what in the early 2000s yeah. when they figured that that's easy enough to put into trade paperbacks, right. with, you know, for other people to digest. It's the, it's the right price, trade paperback wise, that you know you can get a you can get a paperback for what eh, fifteen dollars, sometimes ten, right. just depending on what it is. But like, I miss. Like these big overarching stories, you know, like Claremont used to have in his X Men run, his first, mm-hmm. his original run, where it would last. You know, of course, you'd have some smaller stuff that would, you know, have payoffs before, but that big overarching story would just go on forever, and uh, you just don't see that that much anymore. I, of course, I've bragged on it before, but Jason Aaron's Thor is the is my prime example of that. Yeah, there's some six issue arcs and so on and so forth, but. There's also the whole overarching story that uh, takes place throughout the whole thing. Star Wars so, does a good job with that, with their at least with the first volume. Well, not the first volume, but with the first series that you know that uh, is between A New Hope and Empire. Yeah, they do a good job with it because they'll have like six issues of story, and then they'll um, have a interlude with uh, stories from Obi Wan. Luke's reading through Obi Wan's diary, and it's just stories of uh, Obi Wan and his heroics mm-hmm. on Tatooine. Which I like that. It's kind of like a nice little pause for a second, and then, boom, they jump right back into the story. But, you know, it's usually some kind of new thread or whatever. Well, so. speaking of Star Wars comic books, um, 
have you seen? Do you, are you reading the new Darth Vader? They uh, just came out today, didn't it? Yes, yes. I haven't read it yet, so okay. I'm probably gonna pick up my comics next week. So, do you want to be spoiled? You may have already. Yeah, heard. I've already. I've already kind of heard. They're Go ahead. like they're taking like between the the main Star Wars that's taking place between uh, Empire and Return, and this one. They're they're pulling the covers back and dropping a lot of bombs. So apparently now, I don't know, you know, if this is going to be actually true or if it's a swerve or not. But apparently Padme's still alive, and it's revealed in the new issue of Darth Vader that hit today. I think or it well, might be. I, I heard about this, yes. and I think it might be somebody else. I don't even know, but it's probably kind of throwing a curve. It's probably I'm not Padme. sure. I wouldn't think probably one so. of her servants, or not servants, one of her what is it, bodyguards? Yeah, well, that's what they say in here in the story that I pulled up. Uh, it's one of the many things, of course, that happened after I had already laid out the episode. But um, they say you know it could be something like that. But uh, I just find it pretty interesting that they are uh, that this is happening. Yeah. Didn't see it coming, so we'll see. I don't know. I just want to throw that one out there. Um, so yeah, the X Men and arcs have ended. Um, very much impressed with all of them, except for Fallen Angels, which, by the way, has ended. It, it was only so been a six issue miniseries. I was about to say that's the final issue of that one. Right? It now becomes X Factor. Okay. But I'm still perplexed about what it was all about. Was this to bring mm-hmm. back, you know, Quanin? You know, back obviously it was brought. Obviously, it was her story to tell. You know about Mm -hmm. her and what she was going through while Betsy Braddock had had control of her body. If a lot of people don't know, Psylocke, aka Betsy Braddock, was this British chick who has uh, telepathic abilities. I think she's got uh, telekinesis Telekinesis, as well. Yeah. So her mind gets. Was it Mojo that did this? Um, you know, we brought this up once before. Um. Well, don't worry about it then. I'll just be very quick. No, I'm just saying. No, what I'm saying is is we didn't explain it the last time because it's so (laughs) crazy the way it all goes down. Well, let's just say this. Betsy Braddock is a British woman, and then there's Quanin, who is, uh, I guess, what were her name? uh, Ravon? It was Ravash or Ravanch or some kind of thing. Something like that, yeah. But I think she was Psylocke, though, right? Or was... No, Psylocke... Is Betsy Braddock's name. Yes, yeah, then it's that, it's, it's revanche or something. You're right. I can't remember exactly, but anyways, somebody ends up. I think it's Mojo. Pretty much switches their bodies. So now you've got a British woman speaking and a Japanese woman body, and then vice versa. And that, and eventually, Quanin dies. She dies from the legacy virus, which used to be this huge mm-hmm. thing going on in the '90s, early 2000s. But uh, but now they've been brought back to life with all this new uh, Vic stuff. But the whole thing has been her trying to kind of come to peace with how she was literally in the back of the mind of the body while Betsy was in control or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing was just not impressive. It just seemed like people were wrong. I mean, the art was pretty decent. I thought it was okay for what it was. But, um, yeah, it's already ended, thankfully. And now it's going to become X-Factor. And, by the way, this month also we're getting that uh, giant, uh, the first of the giant size X-Men with mm-hmm. uh, Jean Grey and Emma Fox. Anyway, so everything ended very well. I'm very looking forward to it. Um, they're bringing back the Children of the Vault from the old Mike Carey X-Men, mm-hmm. and that's a very interesting concept in itself. So 
very interested to see what uh, what's going to continue on with the X Men. With um with all these uh, characters that they're bringing back, it really makes me want to go and pull out some of those old issues and reread. Because uh, like when you talking about the Psylocke thing, it was making me want to go back. Because I think it was X Men two eighty seven. No, that's not right. But it's the one where Cap and Wolverine team up and so on and so forth. And yeah. I think that was where you first saw her, if I remember right. I can't remember. But, you know, go back and reread some of those. But that would mean me having to dig through all those boxes of comic books, and I just haven't got it in me. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. But uh, yeah. I am looking forward to uh, – I mean, I read the new Empire Strikes Back comic, which is, which is fun. Um, and then the new Thor, number two – it's fun, mm-hmm. and the art is phenomenal. Uh, the art is just gorgeous. So, I'm looking so. forward to sitting down and reading them. I got mine Friday, so I haven't got this week's in there, but I haven't got to sit down and read any of them yet. Uh, I kept meaning to, and just uh, stuff happened. So, uh, anything else happening? Uh, not really. Like I said, just been playing some Xbox here and there. Sorry again if we're not making it to Derek's comedy thing. Sorry, Derek. Uh, Everything went good. He had a great crowd. It was a good time. Um, I got uh, I had a doctor's appointment on Friday. I got blood tests for a lot of stuff. I've just been feeling very just weak. And I'm, for the longest time, you know how it is. You start thinking, oh, crap, I'm dying of something. Or I've got something. And I don't try to get on. You should have went to WebMD, and then you would have been dying. I'm not. With, with I death. I mean, you would have been dying. So. <laughs> I refuse to do that. But I always did think something was up with my blood sugar and come to find out it's not. But, you know, I, I do have anxiety issues. And so I think that got ramped up. And so I think I'm going to get back on anxiety. But I did find out, I, you know, my blood sugar is great. But my vitamin D, vitamin D is supposed to be at a level 30. Mine was at a level 9. So they've got me taking those vitamin D's. As Josh said, like you're going to have to get more D in you. So. Yeah, you know. get some more of that D, baby. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love it. So. But uh, other than that, I man, everything's good. Um, yeah, like I said. So, uh, didn't you tell me, good. you told me, you've seen, you're now caught up on Picard, right? Yeah, I'm on the first right. two episodes. You've got the first two episodes, which I've watched too. What are you thinking so far? Hmm. I'm not a big fan of the the music. <laughs> okay. I, it's not, it just it feels. I don't know. I, I feel like they could have got a better composer for it. You know what throws me for a loop, and it doesn't bother me that much. But the amount of cursing, which it's not a lot, but I mean they're dropping f bombs and everything in here, which they dropped them in the Discovery too. But I mean, I just wasn't expecting it. I, I don't have a problem with it. Obviously, but you know. I never thought I'd hear Picard drop so many F bombs. Yes. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm not what one. Again, it's, yeah. it's not exactly. a big deal, but I just but uh, uh, but getting back to it, uh, I'm a, I am enjoying it. Uh, it's good. Yeah. I, this last episode was pretty neat, where they were reclaiming the uh, Borg, the people that have been assimilated by the Borg. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a neat little scene where they uh, pulled his the uh, the faceplate. The, uh, yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I like the story. I'm still not sure exactly where it's going. Uh, as I said last week, I didn't watch that much. I watched a lot, but I didn't watch uh, enough of Star Trek: ne- Next Generation. So I'm having to go and look up characters every once in a while to see, like the girl he went and saw at the end that was going yeah. to be the ship. I don't know who that is. So you know, there's, there's that kind of thing where I did not get to watch that much of the next generation 
So, but I it's mean, cool to be in the current timeline now after yeah. everything that happened with the destru- destruction of the Romulan homeworld. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it is interesting. I am enjoying it, and it's been a while since I've watched any Star Trek. By the way, the CBS the CBS app, <laughs> it's just it's definitely something for if you are a boomer that enjoys your CSIs and stuff like yes. that, you'll be in heaven. Yes. You will be in heaven. Uh, so. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I won't be keeping it past. Uh, well, I don't think so. Uh, past the free month I got, uh, I did read a thing though where you can, if you cancel, they they usually try to get you to keep it, and you can usually get another month or two out of them for free. So, you know, <laughs> there's that. But um, other than that, uh, I did get to check out the new Netflix series Ragnarok that I had talked about uh, a couple weeks back where they released mm-hmm. a trailer for it. Uh, I finished the entire thing in two days. Uh. <laughs> but part of that is because, like I told you before we went on, I can't play any Xbox games with my friends because I have uh, boxes of diapers sitting all over the place and I don't have a place to sit and play video games at the moment. So... I just had I decided to sit down and just catch up and watch some of the stuff. Uh I like the series. Um it it's subtitled, of course it's in Nor- Norwe- Norwegian, sorry. Uh it's set in a fictional town called Edda in Norway. Um and basically it's present day uh Norse gods or a Norse god and well, no, I'll take that back. There's two in there that I know of, although one of them's not really been outed yet. And giants. And, of course, Ragnarok had happened before, and apparently the giants had won. And so it goes from there. Uh, The giants live among the humans. They aren't giant-sized, obviously, although they are taller than most of the people in the show. Uh, But I thought it was neat. Uh, I don't think it's uh, really going over that much with a lot of critics and stuff. I read one thing where it said it reminded them of uh, Twilight, the Twilight movies. So oh, great. apparently if I watch the Twilight movies, I like them, if if that's true. I don't know because I won't watch them. But I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it kind of ends on a cliffhanger the first season does. Uh, it's kind of neat watching Magna is the main character. Uh, and it's watch, watching him uh, become Thor. I'll just go ahead and say it. I mean, it's pretty obvious right from the get-go. Um, so we'll see where it goes. I hope it gets picked up for a second season. My biggest gripe about the thing is uh, you can watch it dubbed in English or subtitled. And I was watching it the other night, and I just didn't feel like reading subtitles. Uh, I was just lazy and didn't want to. Because uh, normally I will watch a subtitle movie subtitled like it should be. But sometimes I just don't feel like... Like with anime, uh, I'm notoriously bad to, if it's a good dub, just to go ahead and watch it in English. Uh, just because I don't feel like reading. I guess I am lazy. But, uh, you know, something like I've always thought Dragon Ball and I always thought the not the Netflix dub of Neon Genesis, but the original dub was uh, excellent. So I didn't have a problem just watching it like that. But anyway, with this one, I started watching it dubbed, and it was just bothering me. Uh, It was kind of like watching an old uh, kung fu flick 
you know, you got the words and the and the and they still keep mouthing afterwards and so on and so forth. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna switch over and watch it subtitled. Well, the subtitles go about 90 miles an hour, which really drives me nuts because you don't have time. You're you're having to focus on what you're trying to read. You know what they're Morgan's trying to say. Morgan. Instead of what's happening, but I finally got used to it, so I would suggest watching it uh, subtitled. But I would tell you that for any subtitled movie, unless it's a martial arts flick, and then you should watch it dubbed because it's hilarious. Uh, other than that, I sat down tonight and checked out the first episode of October Faction, which I talked about on the same episode as this one. Both these trailers had dropped in. Uh, this is the one about uh, a husband and wife team that work for this group called the Presidio, and they're basically monster hunters, I think. You don't really They know. work for the Phil Collins Susu Studio? <clears throat> no, the Presidio. Not Susu Studio. Uh, close, close. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, um, yeah. first episode's real good. It uh, drew me in. I'm interested to see where it goes. Um We'll see. I'll get back with you on that one. Uh, I would recommend giving them both a try. Uh, Lock and Key, I think premieres this weekend. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's out. Yeah, I know they're doing the premiere tonight, but that's supposed to be another good one. Uh, October Faction Clay is the one I was telling you that's based on a Stephen Niles graphic novel. Ah, so I love Stephen Niles. He of Thirty Days of Night fame. I used to read a bunch of his uh, comics. Uh, back in the day, what was this detective? His detective of the macabre, whatever that I really liked. Yeah, he what wrote was the name of the novel? One. I know which one you're talking about. I can't remember. Uh, he had some good, he had some good stuff though, uh, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, but other than that, I don't think I did much of anything myself either. But that's okay because. There was a ton of stuff happening news-wise, which we're going to get into. Uh, I do want to bring up real quick, uh, the Super Bowl was this weekend, last weekend. Did your team win? I didn't really care. I mean, I enjoyed it. I made sausage balls, though, and they were delicious. All right. Triple um, cheese, son. All right. I'm going to have to come down and try some of Clay's cooking now that he's become a world-class chef. I have. Hey, listen, what would you put on your... Uh, Mount Rushmore of finger foods. Finger foods? Yeah. Um. Well, sausage balls could be on there. I would say sausage balls are definitely on there. It, it, at least for me, sausage balls, pigs in a blanket. Yeah. Uh, hot wings. Very small hot wings, nothing too big. Yeah. And then like a cheese, like a cheese tray, you know? I would include, That's on my... I would yeah, include sorry. in there... No, you're all right. I would put in there, too. I agree with all those. But I would also put in there, my wife makes an incredible skillet queso. Mm. Uh, so, you know, chips and dip is always a good one for me. Yeah, you know what? Chips and dip, that's so hard. You see, chips, I mean, the thing is, I cannot take off pigs in a blanket and sausage ball. I know that we could also say you can only have one pork item. Right. But no. No. Pigs in a blanket is essential. I mean, especially sausage balls. They go, yeah. they're one and the same. They go together. But... Yeah. They get their own place on the Mount Rushmore of finger foods. I might, let's see, I don't know, I do like cheese an awful lot, but I could almost uh, sub out the cheese tray, although we do love a good cheese tray, for um, the chips and dip, 
or we haven't even talked about pizza rolls either. So, you know, we have done many a Tostino, a Totino pizza roll. As mm. well. Man, now you bring up pizza rolls. I didn't yeah. even think about pizza mm-hmm. rolls, man. So good. See, so what you get to thinking about it, there's a lot of God good. bless them. Yeah. So, but all I of those. I had to have something. If I had to give it up for the rest of my life, I could not give up pizza rolls. I couldn't. It would be hard to do. What I about can, soft drinks? I don't drink soft drinks anymore, so I'm good. Well, let it, let's just say, just for the sake of conversation, probably yeah, top four. Uh, top four. Okay, if I go back and think, uh, I would have said Pepsi at one time, but I will go with a Coke nowadays. Pepsi has become too sweet for my blood. Um, I would put Mountain Dew up there. Um. Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Stand attention to mm-hmm. the greatest, Dr. Pepper. Maybe maybe like a Fanta Orange or something like that. Mine would have to be Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew. I'm going to have to think hard about this. Cherry 7-Up. I could go with a Cherry Coke, too, by the way. And over a Fanta, Coke. I could go with a cherry Coke over a Fanta. After you said that, so I know I'm going with two cherries on this. That's well, all right. But it's it's cherry Seven Up people, is pretty amazing. It is, and a lot of people sleep on it. So mm-hmm. if you've never had Cherry Seven Up, try it out. I mean, I'll tell I know you what, a lot of people might not be fans of Seven Up, but I'll tell you what else I like is a good. Uh, now it has to come from like a a fountain, but like a a uh, vanilla Coke. If you get it like at a, at a like a fountain drink type, right? Uh, is pretty amazing. Uh, like at a diner or something like that, where they can make you one. Uh, that's pretty pretty amazing. And you can add cherry to that and have a cherry vanilla one. That is uh, pretty much on point. So, uh, probably probably that, probably something like that though for me. But I haven't had a. Uh, I've had a drink every once in a while because my wife will ask if this is good or something, so I'll take a drink. But I haven't had a whole. Uh, Coke or anything like that in over a year now. So, uh, I'm glad we went over that. I think that was a crucial thing for people to know. People this about need to us. know this stuff. I mean, you know, we're 23 episodes in. I don't. I don't even keep counting. And, and stuff. I know. I know that people wonder what kind of finger foods do they like? What kind of drinks do these guys like? Okay, have we ever talked about what what are your top five just domestic beers? Yeah, we already talked about this. Did we? What were yours? I thought we had. Uh, Domestic, I mean, it could be like, I mean, if I'm going to lead off, you know, my everyday beer. Coors Light. Coors Light. PBR. Uh, 312. 312. Anything from 312. Well, 312 is Goose Island's wheat beer. Right. Um,. I do like Lagunitas. I do like stuff from Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. So I'll drink all that stuff. I think mine, uh, Coors Light, I always liked Miller Light. Um, what was that one? Uh, Shinerbach makes a prickly pear that's pretty amazing. I've never seen it. I've seen it here a couple times, but not much. And then from there... 
Uh, Sierra Nevada's good. I don't know. I, I drink just about anything, so it wouldn't really matter. My bottom one would be a Bud Light, though, because that is the worst tasting thing ever. So. I like it on those Super Bowl commercials for Bud Light or Budweiser. Like, no, no one wants to drink your shit skunk beer. Like, mm-hmm. Bud Heavy is not something I'll ever want oh, to but drink. That's all growing up. That's the only. I never. I, my entire life. You knew my dad. You knew my dad. Oh, yeah. I, my entire life. Uh, let's see. He died. The crazy thing is with this, and you know what I'm saying. I know the day he died, blah, 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 but um, I always put it in the back of my head, and it just kind of, it, it's always there, but, I, you know, I can remember it, but I can't remember, if you ask me how many years it's been, I can't tell you now, I just, I can tell you the day, and so on and so forth, and what I was doing, and everything, but I never can, I, for some reason, the years part, I never do think of, but it's been, what, eight years, maybe more, but anyway, in my entire life, I never saw him drink anything but Budweiser in a can. Only thing he'd ever drink. <laughs> That's loyalty, now, though, and I think a lot of his generation were It's generational. It's generational. Aspect. Now, I would give him something. I'd be like, here, Dad, try this. You'll like it. He'd try it and say, That's good. Give me a Budweiser. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, But anyway. anyway. I think about your dad anytime I see baloney. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, no shit. I was at Walmart and I was looking for sausage, which, by the way, why would they? I get that sausage is, you know, your, your is technically a breakfast meat. So I'm at the all good Walmart and I'm just going up and down the meat aisle and it goes from like, you know, poultry, mm-hmm. it goes to, to beef, and it goes to, uh, pork and I'm like okay here we go sausage can't find it and dude I'm thinking like some kind of movie where they have stolen my child what what movie was that with uh, Julia Moore where she swears up and down that she had a child and the child's been what taken by that? aliens man I can't remember that's what I felt what like was I was like man I feel like somebody has stolen my kid I know I have a kid but everyone's trying to tell me I don't have a kid where is my sausage where is the damn sausage <laughs> And you know me, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to, like, be bothersome. I know that Walmart employees are there to work, and that they're there, and most of the time we're happy to help uh, you. I don't still want, I didn't want to interrupt, so it's, I it's finally the, broke down. It's the forgotten, by the way. Okay. Well, yes. ex- this exactly was the forgotten, too. The forgotten but sausage. sausage. <laughs> yes, the forgotten sausage, but my sausage bowels. And he's all like, oh, yeah, man, tell me about the eggs. I was like, what? Why is it all about the eggs? You know, but I was like, it makes sense. So... Yeah, that was fun. But, yeah, I, I was passing by, and I saw this dude picking up bologna. I was like, oh, Jason's dead. Just the random stuff that you think about it's in your life with the, your friends. It's the random stuff that you associate with everything, at least for it's me. Like, it's, yeah. Well, you know, I was at my, I was at Brian George's house uh, on Sunday. He, You know, I made sausage balls at his house. And he has a, a two-year-old daughter and, I guess, her potty trainer. And he's like, hey, man, check a look at this. Uh, he showed me human shit that she shit. And I was like, oh, great job. And I was like, wait a minute, why are you showing me poop, you know, the kid's poop? And I was like, oh, remind me back to Future Part 2. So. Listen. <laughs> They're going to slap us with another explicit content. Who is slapping us with, with a... Who, who does that? So... Quit sending it to the local churches, and they won't slap it with an E. <laughs> Jason's like, ah, oh, well, you know, my pastor likes it. Well, listen, I didn't, tell you, I didn't tell you this. I didn't tell you this before we started, but your your explicit uh, content 
got us the most listens, at least through the Podbean app, Podbean app that we've had in a, quite a while. So I don't know whether <laughs> people are like I stay away from that. I don't uh, that non-fill. I don't want to know. I don't want to know that clean stuff. But give me, uh, give me that filth. Let me bathe. I don't. I don't know if it was just people needed to hear it or what. But uh, I. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Your pastor was probably listening to it. He's probably like, yeah, this is pretty good, you know. Um, but, yes, I saw the poop. And first of all, I was like, why are you showing me human poop? That's that's completely different. I don't like seeing human poop. It's weird. But, yeah, I did think about Back to Future Part 2, though. So that's the whole point of the story. The, uh, but, so. anyway, speak, but get back on track after all of that. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl, uh, of course, as always, they have – all kinds of movie trailers and so on that, uh, that debut. And I put out a poll, Clay, on the Facebook page about... And it, now, this is just the movies. I didn't include the Marvel stuff on here because I knew that it would uh, pretty much win out. But I put out a poll saying, uh, which of these movies were you most interested in after the Super Bowl? Which one were you most hyped about? Um, the movies were uh, Fast and the Furious 9, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run, The Invisible Man, Minions, The Rise of Gru, Mulan, A Quiet Place 2, Top Gun Maverick, Black Widow, and 007, No Time to Die. <clears throat> Out of those, which one were you most excited about? Yeah, I'll be that one guy and say, screw Milan, because the actors in that has been all like pro-China government. I don't really like what China's been doing lately. So screw that movie. I, you know, I don't really care about any of those movies, really. The I, I'm just being honest. I mean, James Bond, sure, because I'm a James Bond fan. Black Widow. But even the... Tr- Oh, yeah, Black Widow, I guess. Okay, well, there, you, you proved your point, then, by just slowly putting a little drip. Of stuff. Well, listen, what about the- I'll say this. Um, on the Milan one, I, that movie looks really good, and it looks completely different from all the other remakes they've been doing. Uh, and just setting aside the whole China thing, I'm excited for that, and I would have voted for it as mine, but I couldn't pass up No Time to Die. Um, Black Widow's up there too. Uh, let me give, let me run it down. Uh, the winner was uh, No Time to Die. It had nine votes. Uh, Black Widow was second with five votes. Uh, Top Gun Maverick was third with two votes. It was a tie for third with, between Top Gun Maverick and A Quiet Place 2. And then Mulan got one vote. Uh, the rest of them got zero. So... Uh, so I want you on the count of three. I want you to tell me which which movie franchise should cross over with the uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise. Okay, on the count of three. I just want you to say it at the same time as me. All right, I just want to see if we're all thinking the same thing. All right, here we go. Out of One, those, whoa, 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 out of the movies that I that we have listed, no, here. any franchise, any franchise, because this is this oh, this hit me one day, one day being right now. The, fa- the, fran- the Fast and the Furious should pair up this franchise because it, it's so over the top ridiculous now that they would just be like peas in the pot. So, anyways, on the count of three, okay. Okay? think okay. of all your franchises. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Transformers. And you let me do it by myself again, you jerk. Oh, my God. 
Because I had no idea where you were going to go with it. <laughs> it's Transformers, man. Jesus. I mean, they drive cars. They drive vehicles. Why wouldn't it be a perfect fit? So. Soundwave, hang out with Vin Diesel. Hello, Vin. Now listen. Hello, Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> talking on the fa- talking about the Fast and the Furious stuff. The new trailer came out this last week, oh, and they had the Super Bowl spot. And Han is back. And I don't know who Justice that is. For I don't Han watch those movies. because you need to go back and watch Tokyo Drift. That's an awesome, terrible movie, and it really. Does he die up. in that movie? Mm, yes, I had to think for a minute. Yes. Uh, and he's killed by Deckard Shaw, which is the Jason Statham character, which caught a lot of flack. Justin Lin uh, directed Tokyo Drift and four and maybe five. I can't remember, but he left. And they took the Deckard Shaw character, and he become a anti-hero. And, of course, they did the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. And people were mad because Han had died and Shaw was the one that killed him. And so this whole justice for Han thing was happening. Uh, and He's a cool character, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I will be the first one to say, and I said it on the Facebook page, I, the Fast and the Furious franchise is one of my guilty pleasures. Um, they're so over-the-top stupid and good at the same time. Uh, I mean, like the last one, they had the giant submarine chase. I mean, who gets chased by a submarine. Well, then uh, that's why they should pair up with the Transformers. Do you not want to see Vin Diesel giving, uh, no. again, his 8,000th uh, speech about family and then Optimus Prime. Yeah, Optimus Primes. Yes, Optimus Primes, yes. No. Uh, he gives a damn speech about the Matrix and leadership. <laughs> Dude, they're one and the same. Uh, that'd be great. He'd, he's driving that truck with Optimus Prime. <laughs> Y'all smart. I can't do a Vin Diesel impersonation. Well, I don't. I don't consider the Transformer movies that we've had, other than Bumblebee, to be good. Well, yeah, good. They're not good movies, but um, I, for one, am excited for Fast and Furious Nine. It wasn't going to get my vote on this list. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog looks so much better since they redid Sonic. I mean, I don't know if it's it does, good or not. I really hope Jim Carrey takes every scene he's in and just chews the hell out of I'm it. I'm sure he will. Um, it comes out next weekend. I'm not going to go out of my way to go watch it or anything, but uh, still not. I don't know. Of course, you know, I'm. I have no horse in the race on the Minions one and the SpongeBob. I'm sure my daughter would like to watch them. Uh, that Invisible Man looks. Uh, I don't know. It looks good. I like Elizabeth Moss. Uh, that's her name, isn't it? From Mad Men. Yeah. yeah. I like her. Um, I never did watch any of The Handmaid's Tale, but... Um, Man, God. It's depressing. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I would like to give it a shot, whether I watch it at the theater or not. It's a different story. Um, I, I had Top Gun, Maverick, uh, you know, whatever... Uh, by the way, the two people that voted for that are, was my wife and Josh's wife. So there you go on that one. Uh, I am super. Gosh. I am super excited for the Black Widow. I think it's going to be really good. Um, there's been a lot of talk that the uh, uh, what's her name Pew. I can't remember her first name. All of a sudden, that plays y- the Yelena Black Widow in this one. Mm-hmm. That they're going to go forward with her as Black Widow. So I don't know how go- how that'll go over if they actually do that or not. But um. We'll see. 
James Bond's James Bond. It's Daniel Craig's last outing, and the movie looks freaking ridiculous. A lot of people don't like, haven't liked the last couple of uh, James Bond flicks, but I, I haven't had no problem with them. I thought they were good. I might go back and try to watch it. Really, I'd like to go back and watch uh, Casino Royal Royale and uh, oh, such a good the, movie. I, I'd like to watch it and uh, Quantum of Solace back to back because really it's one you know it really yeah. is one long movie and just see because I never was a big fan of Quantum as a standalone movie but I, I I just wonder if you were to put both of them together you know as one and see what you get but I'd like to go back and watch all of uh, check all of them out before I get to watch this but I, I probably won't but I would like to uh, Quiet Place 2 really excited didn't you say you'd never watched the first one no I never have uh, it's really good I enjoyed it quite a bit but I'm uh, John Krasinski uh really good director in that and well he acted in it too he's a good actor too but uh, I don't know we'll see Emily Blunt was really good in it so but I just wanted I had a good time putting that little poll out there to see uh, what people were thinking coming out of that uh, but I know as I said earlier what would have uh, took the cake uh, that Disney uh, Marvel preview little sizzler reel Man. That was a good surprise. I was very yeah. pleasantly surprised by that. I yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, I, I've, I've already said that WandaVision was the one I was most excited for. Man, her in that Scarlet Witch costume, yep. man. That was, I was digging that. Still it is. It, and this really put it over the top for me after watching this, which, I mean, it didn't. I mean, you know, people are going nuts because it showed the babies and all that stuff. But, I mean, if you've read the comics or know the comics, you know what's going on. So... More than likely, I'm, obviously they could change it up, but um, we'll see. And I'm interested to see if it's still going to tie into the Doctor Strange uh, movie as well, which they said it would. So, uh, anything else you want to say about any of those, uh, other than that that Marvel one was pretty amazing? Just a quick look. I am really looking forward to Too Fast, Two Transformers when it comes out in the theaters in 2028. Well, they're rebooting Transformers, as we talked about last week, so you may get your chance. Who knows? Hell yeah. It could happen. So, who would... By the way, seeing John Cena as a bad guy is weird to me, but that's just me. Uh, it's just like the rest of them. Eventually, they turn good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other than uh, Charlie's Theorn's uh, Cypher, I think that was her name in the last one, she'll always be bad. So, um, But who would be, who would Ludacris team up with Autobot-wise? Um, I mean, we're really going to go with this? It'd yeah. probably be Jazz, because I'm being, so? okay. I'm being a stereotype here. Uh, no, no. I, I didn't mean it like that, but uh, I can oh, see I, that. I, I, I am. <laughs> I can see that. I would uh, Michelle Rodriguez would hang out with um, uh, RC from the movie and the later series, but um, Vin Diesel. Who do you think? Man, he's hanging out with Optimus Prime. Of course, so? they, they just both giving speeches the entire all movie. the time. That's all they do is just it's one it's and one it's like, speech right, to the we're other. We're gonna go get something to eat while you guys continue to give speeches. Yeah. One shall stand and one shall fall. <laughs> but we're a family. Family we can't is be like everything. This. <laughs> Make sure you love family. Family, family. We get it. Family. And by the way, more family. Family, even. You know about family? I like family. You like family? Family. The all spark. In leadership, Sam Witwicky. Wait a minute, you're not Sam. Sorry. Huh. So, uh, 
Okay. We literally spent 53 minutes talking about the most random stuff. That's all right. On to the news, Jason. Uh, that's On what to we, the news. That's what we, it's slowly what I think this uh, podcast is evolving into, just us talking about whatever's, whatever catches our eye at the time. Some dude in Nebraska is like, man, you wouldn't believe this, man. It's just some dudes from Tennessee just talking about the lives. I really feel like stupid. I know them. It's you the know? stupidest thing I've ever it's heard. It's the but dumbest it's thing, good. but you know, uh, you know, it kind of works. Last week... They put He's together, right, though, Clay had a they put together Fast and Furious and Transformers, and it sounds like the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. I can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait. Now, who went? Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so who would Megatron be hanging out with? Um, probably um, uh, the the uh, Clive Owen or uh, not Deckard Shaw's brother, not the Jason Statham one. Uh, I don't know brother. who these people I can't are remember. Who would who would the Rock? Who would Dwayne Johnson be hanging out with? Is the question. That's a good question. Grimlock, Ironhide, Ironhide. Oh, Ironhide. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. What about Starscream, man? Who's annoying? Tyrese, maybe Tyrese. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So much sense. Yeah. Because he's annoying. I get it. Anyway, I I know. I got it. I know who Sorry, Star- Tyrese. I know Tyrese is probably listening. I know who Starscream. Right I know who Starscream's hanging out with. Because we're, ta- we're, we're talking about post movie, right? The '86 right. Transformers movie is what we build on. So him and Paul Walker are hanging out. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I see what you did there. Because Paul Walker's oh, dead. Oh. Right. <laughs> we're terrible. Paul here. Walker's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so Starscream. So. And see, they can both come back as ghosts, like Starscream does in the Beast Wars stuff, and then they just haunt everybody and annoy them. Mainly just Brandon because he loves uh, Paul Walker so much. So, anyway, moving on after that whole debacle, uh, I had some news, and then Clay's stuff just started happening on top of that. So, um, first up, just real quick. Uh, Kirk Douglas passed away, or not? Yeah, yeah, just saw that. It's fresh. Yeah, he was a hundred and three years old. I was gonna so, say he didn't live long enough. Yeah, uh, he starred in uh, Champion, The Bad and the Beautiful, Lust for Life. What am I hearing? What? What are you hearing? Something's picking up on my. Oh, I see what's happening. Okay. Sorry. Wow. As always, you know how there's these websites anymore? There's always something playing in the background. Man, I'm playing those say. damn scary ghost games. Uh, you made me scared like something's going on. Did you hear something? Of course, probably no, best known, though, for Spartacus. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. It's always sad when you lose somebody been around that long and was such a big influence on a lot of people. So, uh, there's that. Uh, then, Clay, this happened today. Uh, apparently, Sam Raimi is in talks to direct Doctor Strange 2 now. Whoa! What? So, yes. What? Yep. Which um, I could see oh. that, that that would be a good uh, pairing, I believe. Um, it would be interesting for sure. Uh, I'm going to assume I'm going to assume you'd be on board with that. Of course. Oh so. man, that's that's sexy. Yeah, that would be yeah, that'd be a good one. Uh pretty exciting. Really nothing else to say about it other than that it it broke today that he was in talks. Nothing's confirmed or anything. 
this was interesting. Uh, I don't know anything about uh, what's happening over at DC Comics. Um, you know, Jeff Johns had just finished the Doomsday Clock Watchmen thing. Watchmen thing. Uh, apparently, it says here the Flash becomes the new Doctor Manhattan in DC's Generation Zero. So interesting. I don't. I don't. I have no idea. I just found it interesting that I, I don't know what's going on in DC. Honestly, don't and stuff like that. You know, it just caught my. I wanted to bring it out there. If anybody can explain what exactly is going on, I know that. Um. That Heroes in Crisis uh, stuff had happened, and Wally. Apparently, it's the Wally West Flash, which they've done wrong since the whole Flashpoint thing happened uh, years back. So I don't know, but anyway, uh, apparently the Flash is Doctor Manhattan. I really wish they would have left the Watchmen characters alone. You know, I've always been a huge fan of uh, Jeff Johns writing Marvel and DC. But I, I really wish that that's something they just wouldn't have uh, touched. I just wish he had went. I just wish he went to Marvel and tried something different. But Jones. you know, the thing is, in the comic book business, though, I mean, that's. I mean, I think Mark Millar made it perfectly right a long time when he predicted this about the future being, you know, comic book writers or artists coming up with these great ideas and then selling them off. Yeah. And then here he is. He has a Netflix deal. And now you're seeing all oh, these man, different yeah. comics and graphic novels on all kinds of different streaming services, mm-hmm. movies, etc. So, um, I just I think Jeff Johns probably did what I think any of us would have done. Oh snap! I'm in control of the stories for an entire company, you know, entire comic book line. And they still forward. can't write it. They still can't write a good Superman story. At least I don't think they can. I haven't read Superman in a long time, so I don't know. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Could be interesting. Probably, Probably not. not. Probably not. <laughs> but I'm just not, again, I said a second ago, I'm just not big on DC using the Watchmen characters in their main continuity. It just, I, the, that story should have been left alone. Uh, it was a perfect story the way it was, and I don't think they need, to, it, it, I don't think it ever needed to be revisited without Alan Moore being part of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Dave Gibbons has been part of most of this stuff that's been coming on since. But, you know, uh, this does exclude the Watchmen TV show because that's amazing, and I don't have no problem with it. Well, I mean, so. I understand Alan Moore is a very unique guy, very political. You know, yeah. doesn't, you know, he sticks to his morals. Does I mean, also comes off as cantankerous, but, you know, he refuses. I'm sure he. Re- oh no! You know, does he get a cut? I don't think he gets a cut of anything around for Watchmen. I think he still does, but I, I don't think he takes it because you yeah. know anything that's done, he doesn't want his name associated with it. Which I understand. I understand where he's coming from with that. You know. So, right. But anyway, uh, there's that, and then Clay. This one surprised me. Rod Ferguson of the Coalition Gears of War fame. Bye. Is leaving and going to Blizzard to oversee the Diablo franchise. So, we're both big Gears fans. Um, Ferguson come on with four, and I think he really turned it around, and they really hit a good stride with five. Um, I, again, I never played the campaign, but 
uh, I did play a ton of the um, multiplayer stuff, the Horde and everything. You played the campaign. We both played Judgment, which was the black sheep of the family that come after the main three and then before this started, of course. Uh, if you had told me that they would turn around after Judgment, I would have said you're crazy. So, any thoughts on this? Other than that, Blizzard looks like they're coming out pretty good with him and Diablo. Rod Ferguson, I think, has always been called upon. He, he was called upon to finish out uh, Bioshock Infinite as well. Yeah, that's kind of his. That's kind of his mutant M-O. power. Is he's mm-hmm. really good at getting people to get their crap together to produce a game. I think, I mean, I think he did everything he set out to do with Gears. And so I guess I don't blame him for getting out of there. So, Well, yeah, and I mean, you can get tired of working on the same franchise for, uh, let's see, when did Gears 4 come out now? Because, you know, that's when he um, come back. Two or three uh, years ago. No, Gears 4? Mm-hmm. It was more than two or three years ago. Okay, time flies. It came out about three years ago. I'd say about three or four years ago. So, uh, I'll be interested to see what he does with uh, Diablo. I really want to see more four, see where they're going with that. Um, you know, that one little 2016, so four years ago. October 11th is when four dropped. So, but um, I don't know. I really wasn't interested. I was pretty excited when I saw that. Gear or Gears Diablo 4 trailer so we'll see where it goes I don't know um, I'll be interested to see how they close up the Gears this new Gears trilogy so do you think we'll see anything about it this year now especially oh no not at all so. even with the new Xbox coming out not even yeah, a tease I mean, not even a their tease focus, their focus is going to be on Halo Halo right? Inf- yeah. Infinite yeah oh yeah so, all right. put Halo. But I found that surprising. I hadn't heard that until, well, right before we recorded, I was looking, just kind of uh, looking around to see what was going on, and I saw that. I was like, huh. Uh, now then, moving on from that, Clay, did you see this uh, NVIDIA GeForce cloud-based uh, Stadia killer? Mm-mm. Uh, it's new, it's uh, NVIDIA, which they've had it, the GeForce now is what it's called. Uh, and it's like the Stadia or Microsoft's Project X Cloud, so you can play the games in the cloud. Uh, it's been in beta for a couple years at least. Um, the 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 coolest thing about this is it lets you stream PC games you already own. So wow. your Steam library. Uh, it's nine ninety nine a month, or wait a minute, let's see. I don't know. It's four ninety nine a month. But it's kind of gated somewhat because uh, it's by the hour kind of deal. So you can play for like three hours. There's a free version of it that lets you play for like an hour, I believe it was. Um, Right now, the games you can play, not all your PC games are playable on it right now. There's a rotating list of games that come up that you can play. Um you could play Cuphead right now, uh, Tropico 6. Uh, the Master Chief Collection was on there. Um, it has it says they tout, they're touting over 400 supported games right now. Whew. 
So it's pretty interesting to see this cloud stuff, which we talked about uh, quite a bit on here because, it, I mean, that's the way everything's going. We might as well get ready. Um, it says, I was trying to get some specs on it. Um, they can play at 60 frames or 120 frames. Uh, 4K is available. 4K, baby. So, what do you think? I mean, is this is this the way we're headed eventually? Which I know we've asked before. Well, I mean, you just—I mean, we might as well go ahead and, and combine this with what Phil Spencer said recently about uh, the, uh, Sony and yeah. Nintendo not being competition because. And he didn't mean it to be disrespectful, but he's talking about the future of gaming, which he feels like is going to be streaming. He feels like Google and Amazon have the ability to continue to test and, you know, have the money to push it forward. And they, mm -hmm. plus they have, they have all the cloud computing as well to help. So I know that's a big thing, a big word that they, you know, he's used several times, mm -hmm. uh, with, especially with Xbox, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I I do think that's the future where things are going to be streamed when you have fast enough internet. But I mean, how fast? I mean, we're going to have to have fast internet to have that happen. But we don't. We don't. So, I mean, America it continues to lag behind the rest of the world when it comes to internet speeds. It's oh, pretty yeah. ridiculous. Let's see. He. I was looking at his speeds right now. Uh, the reviewer. looks like it run good for most of the time uh, he did have a couple times where it dipped down he was uh, it says running good at between 40 he was uh, he was stable at 48 uh, down and 41 up but uh, for some reason it would drop down to 11 and 15 doesn't really know why but um, I really that's not that bad I mean I'm in Jamestown I have uh, I got one gig up or one gig down and I can't remember what my up speeds are now so but really this is uh, more for this is uh, smart because it's aimed right at PC players yeah which neither one of us are I mean I I've got a Steam account and I've got a bunch of games that I've bought over the years as they've gone on sale through Steam sale but I don't Steam, I don't, Steam has achievements too don't they yes keep me away uh, you don't you don't want to go down the hole of uh, Steam achievements. Trust me, just stick with the Xbox. Um, but it's uh, it's smart because it's geared right at PC players. Because of course Xbox is doing their Xbox thing. Google Stadia is doing whatever it does. I don't uh, I don't know. It's that's a whole different beast in itself. Uh, that's probably probably the best thing that happened was that day I. I told you that I was thinking about getting that and you laughed at me and I didn't get it so thank you for making fun of me for thinking about getting that I am. I'm glad that I could video game shame you yeah it's alright it's so. alright I, I do appreciate it uh, I was trying to look and see what all you could stream to uh, it doesn't I don't I haven't seen anywhere on here uh, I know you can do of course your PC it has to be any in, right now it's any NVIDIA uh, product because they got like an NVIDIA TV, the NVIDIA Shield. I think you can stream to Android right now even, uh, but you can't stream to iOS and that's because Apple and their whole App Store thing is its own closed off world. 
So, but uh, closing it up here, it is. I'm pretty excited. It's neat that uh, we're starting to see this, and I'm really looking forward because I'm thinking E3, we're going to get our chance to see some of the Xbox Project X Cloud stuff finally. Because, you know, they talked about it, and you are able to. Are they still doing that beta testing for it right now? Uh, they are, yes. They're including more countries. I think yeah. they're up to 50 games. Because I know Brandon was playing, was uh, using his tablet to stream games for a while. I don't know how good it was. I can't remember how much he said. I got in on that. Uh, I'm in the beta, but I've never tried it. Uh, I have an old Android tablet that it can't do any. It can barely play movies, so I was like, there ain't no point even trying. But uh, there's that. Um Keep it in the game on the game front. Uh, did you see this thing? You know, we talked about where Xbox, uh, the Series X, they had uh, leaked the pictures of the back of the console and everything. And yeah, we were talking. Be. Yeah, there was the port that nobody knew what it was, and some had uh, speculated that it was a debug port on the back of it. But now they're saying that it may be for expandable storage. Interesting. So, because um, there's there's a lot of different uh, types of uh, expandable storage out there. Um, obviously, it wouldn't be an SD card or a SSD type, but <laughs> right. there is a Type B. It's it's a CF uh, CF Express card is what it's called. Uh, type B CF Express card. The problem is these Express cards are six hundred dollars a piece for like a five hundred twelve gig. So and you won't you couldn't hold a game on that anymore hardly yeah um because uh, downloads are getting ridiculous but it is interesting to see that if that's what it is I'm sure they'll do some I'm sure it I mean well I'm not sure I mean who knows what'll happen but uh, it is nice seeing another because you were talking about the lack of USB ports last week, right? Wasn't it last week we were talking about this? So I'm glad to see that they are thinking of uh, storage options because games are getting ridiculously large. Uh, We were talking about it tonight before we went on. uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, the beta is 68 gigs. And I know that Call, uh, Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty is like over 100 gigs. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, I remember when I first got a terabyte, I was like, I'm gonna be able to put every game I've got on here uh, no it's not going to happen 4k gaming and the size of these downloads it's just getting ridiculous so I just want to bring that up because it was pretty interesting to see that it was not just a debug thing happening with that uh, we'll just I'm interested in the uh, I saw where Sony is holding out for Xbox to release the price so then they yeah, can I read have an too. advantage <laughs> did you see where they uh they uh, went live with the PS5 site. And, uh, yes. And it says, all it says is uh, more news coming soon or something like that. So <laughs> The thing is, though, Xbox is not going to bungle this. They know they can't. They don't have anything. That, they're not going to bungle it like Patrick did. Or what was his name? Uh, Don, Don Patrick. Don Pat, or, yeah. But, uh, but the thing is, I mean, they can try to undercut that cost if... Xbox is at 600 for the high-end one. 
But they, I'm gonna laugh if they're if I know the high end. I know that that's gonna be concentrated on hardcore gamers and right. have like the the S version. I'm gonna laugh when the S version is somehow still more powerful than the PlayStation Five. So, I I mean, but you can only undercut so much before you. They're both gonna be taking losses, you know, out the gate because that's just the way it goes with any new console. You're always taking a loss at first, and then as prices get cheaper for uh, your parts and everything, and then they do redesigns, blah blah blah. Cost comes down, then you start making a profit. That's just the way it goes. Right. But you can't undercut undercut it enough to where you're like you know losing money hand over fist anyway. So I don't know how much cheaper it's going to be. I I really hope that the Xbox is not six hundred dollars. I think it's going to be. I hope it's not because we're both what I consider hardcore gamers so that's the one we want and you gotta have the newest latest best as they say and obviously that's the one we're gonna go for and I really mm-hmm. don't want to shell out $600 for a, a console but I will yes by the way did you also see where Nintendo's not releasing the, their version of the Switch or yeah, yeah, the Switch, no, like, like the Switch, Switch Pro. Pro yeah I saw mm-hmm. there's, there's, and that Animal Crossing looks so good Animal Crossing edition of the Switch looks so nice yeah. but I told myself I can go six months without smoking a cigarette, which I think I'm at 69 days, which, by the way, that's nice. Um, I think if I said if I go six months, I'll buy the Nintendo Switch. Switch lot, so, right? The Switch lot. I'm getting heavy duty. So. I don't blame you. Dude, they, they, the, people, the, the people spoke. When people speak, I mean, I follow, I listen. So uh, If I get another one, it'll be a lot. Because I never played, I never played mine. Uh, Doc, are there achievements on the Switch? No. Oh, never mind. Then. We can I'm make, we can make up, so. we can have our listeners make up achievements for you, if you would. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not the same. Not the I'm same. like a small okay. child. Not the same. Okay, just throwing that out there. So, <laughs> um, from that, Clay, we're going to get into the Disney portion of the. Uh, podcast because Disney owns most everything that we talk about. I tried to things find that we I tried to find other things, but there's just not that much stuff because they own everything. Uh, first up, uh, I'm excited. I don't know if you are. Uh, Disney is going to release uh, Hamilton in theaters in October 2021. Uh, this is with the original cast. Uh, it was filmed in Chicago at the I can't remember the name of the theater right now where it was done but anyway uh, I never got to go watch this Uh, when it comes to Nashville it was impossible to get tickets this is probably the only way I get to watch it for a long time so I'm pretty excited about it I just want to throw that out there for this one Uh, Josh I know him and Kat went and watched it and they said it was really good so interested you got any interest in seeing this uh, sure. I've never watched it live or anything, but I, mm-hmm. I have always wanted to watch it. So yeah. Sure. Be neat. It's just good to hear. That's something that I'm excited for and glad that they're doing that. Uh, next up on the Disney front, uh, Kathleen Kennedy confirmed Harrison Ford is still returning for Indiana Jones 5. Uh, how excited are you for this movie? Sure. I mean, if it's got a good script, I mean... I'm sure George Lucas's name will be on it as producing it. I'm sure they'll get Spielberg to direct it. So we'll see. As long as it's better than four. Sure. As long as it's better than part two. So well, it can't be better than two. 
because other than Raiders of the Lost Ark, two's the best one. So yeah, yeah. So we won't very dubious claim. We won't go into that. Although I did give you credit about uh, Crystal Skull being better than what it was. Listen, I'm, I'm, my opinions about that are correct, just like I'm going to have most of my predictions correct for the Oscars. Which, by the way, my predictions are looking very good. Not really. I looked at them tonight. Uh, uh, they're looking really good. The 1917 one is good. Um, Joe, Pes- Joe Pesci's not going to win. Laura Dern's not going to win. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. Trust me on this. Uh, Sam Mendes isn't going to win. Uh, no, you're you're looking pretty terrible, actually. Okay. So, but we'll find out after this weekend. Isn't it, isn't it this weekend? Yeah, you smell like poop. That's fine. Sir. So that's all right. I get that a lot. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know John Kasdan had took over the script on that, on the new Indiana Jones movie. Uh, obviously, it says here that uh, it will it'll probably be Harrison Ford's last Indiana Jones movie. So, if that's not a if that's a surprise to somebody, then I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, that's the first we've heard about Indiana Jones in a little while. You know, it was supposed to. Have, uh, come out, where was it, July 10th of this year was the original release date, and it got pushed back to July 9th of 2021, and that's where it's at as of right now, so we shall see. Cool. Uh, Then we move into Star Wars, because we talk Star Wars and X-Men a lot. Uh, Mandalorian, season two, October. Are you excited? Yeah, of course. I'm very excited. Can't wait. I cannot wait. I, I robot. I cannot wait. Uh, yeah, it's uh, looking good. Uh, Bob Iger said that they were uh, considering spinoffs from The Mandalorian. I don't know if it says anywhere exactly what those would be. But uh, I don't know what you'd spin out of that. Is there anything that you'd want to see spun out of that? No, not really. I mean, what, IG-11? Or maybe, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, what's what's the girl's name that helped him? Why well, can't I remember it all of a sudden? I don't know. <sighs> Crap, it's killing me. But anyway, uh, he, did, he said that they were there was a possibility of those. Of course, we've got the... Obi Wan and the uh, gosh, I can't remember anybody's name. Not the Rogue One spinoff with uh, Cassian. That's it. Yes. So you got those still to come, and then there's all the Marvel stuff coming down the pipe as well. Uh, I didn't realize that there was two more unnamed uh, Marvel ones, by the way, that they hadn't. Uh, they haven't brought up yet. I did also see where uh, Miss Marvel is going to become a pretty big player in the Marvel universe, which I am excited about. Did you ever read the Miss Marvel stuff? I don't know if we talked. I didn't, about but you know, I've got I've got my Marvel Comics app, so I'll start reading on that. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, her movie or movie, uh, she'll said that she'll appear first in the in her TV series, and then she would move into movies and stuff on top of that. So. We shall see. Um, I'm really, really ready for these Marvel ones to get here. So, 
Uh, I think we've talked about the Moon Knight one quite a bit. Uh, see where they're going to go with it and the She-Hulk one. Probably my two biggest ones outside of Miss Marvel that haven't really been talked about yet. No. Uh, last little bit. Uh, Disney Plus hit 28 million viewers, paid subscribers. That's uh, pretty pretty good numbers for a service. Had 10 million in its first day, so it looks like they're making pretty good money off of this, which is not a shock. So, I've been thinking about changing my subscription and adding Hulu and the ESPN junk to mine. I no longer have Hulu. I guess the person I was piggybacking off of uh, got kicked. And I don't really know him that well because it was his girlfriend that hooked me uh, up. And they are no longer together. So that's, that's what, yeah. Hulu. There we go. <laughs> If I change if I if I change mine, I'll let you borrow mine. Hey man, that's so, a true friend right there. Uh, well, you've already got my CBS All Access, so you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, it's uh, I don't know. I've, they've done me dirty yet. Uh, I've got AT and T now, mm-hmm. and I was I, I signed up when they first started the service, and I have I got all kinds of channels. And so on and so forth. It was sixty bucks. I think I added HBO for like five bucks. And I was I'm grandfathered in now. And you know how it goes. After you get grandfathered in, unless you change it, your price doesn't change. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's kind of like yeah. a phone plan type of deal. As soon as you make any changes to the plan to your account, then you know you can't get this anymore. Blah blah blah. Well, I noticed my bill the other day. They jacked it up ten bucks, and I was like, "Why'd they jack my bill up ten bucks?" I was like, "Did I forget to pay it or something and have a late fee or something like that?" And they just they just said, "Yeah, your grandfather did, but we jacked your bill up ten bucks ten bucks anyway." I'm like, "Really?" So I've been thinking about uh, doing the Hulu Plus and getting the live live TV and all that stuff. We shall see. Yeah, uh, I think I'll come out ahead in the long run. I won't have HBO, but I can always sign back up for it. Yeah, no, you don't have my login. I know. I know. We just swap them. But I've got, like I said, I've got it right now. So, uh, but uh, that's it for news, Clay. Uh, that was a lot. Uh, so, <laughs> plus we veered off course. Uh, well, about about the normal amount actually when you get down to it. Uh, anything else you want to bring up on the news front? Before we move on, I don't really think. Uh, we I got don't. A, got a couple of uh, emails here this week uh, that were sent in. Uh, we got one from Josh Powell. Uh, he says, um, "Monday, I got the pleasure to tour the Indy 500, including a lap around the track and a stop, and a stop at the start finish line to take pics and kiss the bricks, as they say." So this week's email is race inspired. <laughs> Jason, I know you're a big NASCAR fan. What are your top three NASCAR venues? What's the one race you've always wanted to attend in person that you haven't been to yet? Clay, who's your favorite NASCAR driver of all time? Also, please discuss the awesome, awesome. Uh, please discuss how awesome of a name Dick Trickle is. <laughs> Sure, Dick Trickle's a great name, and my favorite was Dale Earnhardt Jr., or Sr., the Intimidator. Uh, Praise hell, praise Dale. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, whatever they, whatever they say, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to be cool with all the cool kids. 
I had a when, when we were in high school in my art class. Uh, I had uh, one of my friends uh, was always like he was he was that dude that would draw genitalia all over the place. You know, like oh, in, I love those. You know, I love those people. You know, like in super bad. You know. Yeah, you know, just drawing stuff everywhere. Blah, Somebody blah. draws like a, a woman with her legs open and stuff. I always enjoyed that. So you know, when you're flipping but, through books, but his, watch. but his was uh was always male genitalia. <laughs> okay, sure. Just like, just, like, just like super bad. I mean, you know, the, when it, when he was a kid, he was just drawing penises everywhere. Just go ahead. And yeah. Say it. So anyway, we get in class and he would draw. Or he made a plaster one once, actually. But anyway, he ma- I think it was the plaster one, actually. And he said, hey, look at this. And he wrote under it, Dick Trickle. <laughs> so, <laughs> when somebody what? says Dick Trickle, that's what I always think of. <laughs> Just, Chad, if you're listening, I love you, brother. I had a good time in that class. He was crazy. Uh, top three tracks. Uh, Daytona, obviously. Uh, Talladega. And probably Bristol. Um, sometimes, uh, Char- oh, well, not sometimes. Charlotte Motor Speedway is another really good one. Uh, the half uh, oval and half uh, road course that they do in the playoffs is a is quickly becoming one of my favorites because um, that is some good racing. They uh, there's uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, they call it the roval. When they do that, but uh, prim- but my top three are Daytona, obviously, and Talladega and Bristol, uh, Talladega, and also the second part of that, uh, the one I wanted to attend person haven't yet would be Talladega. Uh, Daytona would be a close second, but Talladega just uh, those high banks and those speeds and just that tense, the tenseness, especially once you get to the end of the race and. There's always going to be that wreck, and you never know when it's going to happen. But when it does, it's just you're. It's uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, man. I got this. I was going to say the same answer as you. Yeah, man. I figured sure. you would. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm going to have to say um, all time Jeff Gordon. Uh, obviously, seniors in there too. Uh, junior is right there too. Um, I've talked about him before and his podcast and how much I like it and so on and so forth ever since he's retired after his concussion issues um, those are probably three of my favorites Tony Stewart's always another good one but that's because when he gets on the mic you never know what he was going to say and so on and so forth but uh, there's that uh, Josh thank you for that one uh, our second email is from uh, Mr. Brandon Bradley he says uh, in the subject, "Don't make me listen to one of those other podcasts." Uh, hey guys, I'm a little disappointed in the answers from last week's question. I kind of expect more from my podcast overlords. Clay, my intro song would be "America" by Neil Diamond. My question this week is: What city do you absolutely love, and what city do you absolutely hate? Uh, also Olive Garden or Macaroni Grill and then he goes on to say almost forgot I'm not sure if you guys know the definition of the word secret or what that means so I'm going to put it in the email he sent an attachment with the definition of secret 
I'm not real sure why, Clay. Do you remember why he would send us the definition of the word secret? No, I don't know, unless these are in reference to our secret podcast. That's the only thing you think of. Oh, we did talk about that some, didn't we? I guess. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I mean, I don't think we've given anything away, have we? We haven't yet, no. I mean, we've talked so. about, you know, we're in the process of ramping up and studying, and we may have dropped some little hints, but, you know. Just a, a blue, something in the blue yonder. Yeah, uh, I mean, does he want us to give it away? Okay, so thank you for the definition there, Brandon. Uh, okay, on to the question, city that you absolutely love. Uh, Chicago. I knew that. Uh, city that you absolutely hate. St. Louis. I knew that too. Makes sense. Being, it's literally America's butthole. Being a huge baseball fan that you are and Cubs and sure. so on and so forth. Um, um, I completely understand that. Which baseball will be here before you know it? St. Louis's version of pizza is also terrible. It's like a, a cracker with a slice right. of American cheese and ketchup. That's not pizza at all. No. It's, it's, it's like not. it's like almost like putting ketchup on a hot dog. It's just not right. Uh, city I absolutely love. Um, I used to say Nashville all the time, Clay, but they've changed it so much that um, it, it's it's becoming less of the Nashville that when I was in my younger years and going downtown and so on and so forth. It's not that Nashville anymore. It's uh, it, it's really sold out and become. I mean, everywhere you look. All the little bars and stuff that we used to love to go into and stuff are now uh, corporate bars or owned by a country music star or, you know, a junkie rock singer. Not a well, I mean, druggy, not a druggy rock singer, but he's just absolute crap, garbage. So. Nashville's become very gentrified. A lot of uh, old houses, people living, you know, they've been there forever, getting pushed out. Yeah. Now they're... They're just trying to create their own version of New York's boroughs, whether yeah. it's the Germantown, whether it's the Gulch, mm-hmm. whether it's Capitol View. Um, it, it is what it is. It's just a city that's growing, man. So, so. but uh, I'm trying. Uh, I always, um, I've always liked going to Austin. Um, it was it, it, both times I've been was great. Uh, not so much the downtown Austin scene because that's like being in Nashville more or less with the bars. But the outlying Austin and just the vibe and feel of Austin. Uh, I haven't been there in a few years, so I don't know if it's still the same. Um, as for a city I absolutely hate, does driving through Atlanta count? <laughs> driving through Atlanta in itself is like a, a Mario Kart yeah. track, right? Yeah. So. But I can't think of a city that's just... Um, that I just absolutely dislike because I mean, if you didn't have to drive to Atlanta, Atlanta's not that bad. But um, I can't really think of one right off the top of my head that I can remember just loathing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't really have one. I'm sorry, but if you'll let me count driving through Atlanta, then I'll take it. Uh, last one: Olive Garden or Macaroni Euro? I don't know. Bullet in the head. Uh, Olive Garden, I guess. Yeah, I'll go with Olive Garden too. Um, 
I think I, you know I've only I don't I think I've only ever ate at a macaroni grill once, so not really have a uh, preference. Uh, yeah, and Claire, <laughs> Claire being with the, the the twins and everything, uh, she has no want to go to Olive Garden. I'll jokingly bring it up, you know, hey, let's go eat the Olive Garden when we go down for a doctor's visits, and she looks at me like I've lost my mind. So. There's that. Uh, that's it for emails this week. Uh, thanks to everybody that wrote in. Uh, Clay, uh, do you have a recommendation for us this week? Yeah. Get online and go look for that Star Wars test footage for their old Star Wars under- Underworld TV show that was yes, going to come out in the 2000s. you were telling me about this. I did not get to Man, watch it. it, looked it good? It's just a test. Yeah, right. it's a test. I mean, just disregard the the woman that's in it that's in her high heels shooting in a gunfight with uh, stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what it what it, what it really boils down to, it was just made to show, hey, we can do this with a green screen. And then they also the last five minutes of the video shows the green screen and them shooting. So it was really cool to see the special effects for something in the two thousands. Right. It could have yeah. worked. How, so it's it's nice looking. How long is it? Uh, about 10, 15 minutes. I think cool. you can find it on io9.com. Yeah, I saw it. Um, I don't think yeah, I think it. Had, I don't think it was on the group page, but I think I saw it through Facebook or something, where where their algorithms now read everything, and you always get about ten billion different. Uh, like I get all kinds of wrestling stuff now, because I because yeah. wa- I watched Royal Rumble and then I looked at, you know how it is. It's always like, hey, this is what should have happened. This is what could have happened. This is who got hurt. So now I see it constantly. Plus, I hate Facebook. God. <laughs> if it wasn't for our group page, I could cancel mine. Um, but we do have a good group page with people that put up all kinds of silly nonsense that I love to look at. So, um, mine. That's good. Mine is, um, I was going to go with, um, actually, I just, I'm, I'm going to break my own rule. I'm going to give a shout out real quick. Uh, we talked about Derek's show. Um, it was great. He was great. So on and so forth. Um, really funny. All the comedians that come with him were great. Um, but I wanted to give a yell, shout out to, uh, Happy Trails Brewing and, uh, the Chubby Donkey. Uh, both those, uh, as a host and as a food service were amazing. Um, I took, I had not tried the uh, beef and cheddar empanadas, Clay. Oh, oh my so goodness. Good. Let me tell you, if you live in the Cutville area or the Sparta area and you have not tried uh, the Chubby Donkey, you need to go over to Happy Trails, have a wonderful beer. I had a, um, I can't remember the whole name of it right now, I don't have it in front of me, but the, the Canoe, uh, it was a nice, flavorful, easy beer, and I had uh, an empanada, and it was the most amazing thing. It melted; it literally melted in my mouth. It was so good, uh, and I don't think I've ever had anything that Jesse serves at the Chubby Donkey that was bad. Also, no, I also had a, a the pork tacos with uh, lettuce, cheese, and sour cream, and it was amazing. Man. If anything, he like his Cubana burrito, which yes. is delightful. It almost like he packs almost too much fruit. I took, <laughs> I, yeah, I took, uh, I I had them make a because Claire wasn't able to go with me just because uh, long trips and stuff. It's we're at the point now where it's really rough on her to even just go to the doctor in Cookville. You know, you saw us that day. It just wears her out, uh, and, and she was really bummed that she couldn't go. 
So I got her a Cubano and brought back, and that was on Saturday night. She didn't get to eat it till yesterday, but it was amazing, she said, and I was really jealous. I told her that I'm a good husband because that thing would have been gone if I, I had not been fighting my urges. So I just want to bring that up, but I want to – my recommendation, my actual recommendation for this week, Derek had told me about – NWA Power and NWA is National Wrestling Alliance it was uh, one of the biggest territories I'm not going to go into it but uh, this is back in the day with Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen you know what I'm talking about Clay uh, before oh, yeah. Ted Turner had bought in, had bought uh, everything and become WCW and then you had all that stuff but anyway they brought back NWA it's NWA Power uh, Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins fame bought all the NWA stuff. Uh, they have a free show that airs on YouTube. I can't remember the night, but he told me about it, so I've been going in and checking out just uh, some of the episodes and so on and so forth, and it is really good. Good wrestling. That's where I'm going to leave it. Nick Aldis is, uh, I had not heard of him until I saw this, and he's their world champ, and it's good. You need to check out, Clay, I meant to send you the link you should do you, look, do you love him? No. You should check out the oh. link. Uh, or I meant to send you the link. Aaron Stevens, who used to, I think that's his name, used to be um, Damian Sandow in WWE. He's on there. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he practices karate. And his uh, karate uh, teacher is the question. And I was Claire was looking at me like something was wrong. I was laughing so hard. Uh, it really, it, it, it was, it's really good, really good stuff. I'm enjoying it. So there's my wrestling moment of the week. Uh, Clay, anything else that you would like to add before we get out no. of here? All no. right. Well, good, Clay. I'm glad you joined me this week. I'm glad we're both not uh, flooded out. Uh, I don't know. If I'll probably have to get in the canoe here and, and get to work tomorrow. Yeah, so. you'll make sure that your dogs don't get swept up in the flood if you take them out. I, I, I put my I put mine on a leash because she's so small and I was afraid she'd get washed out. So, <laughs> but uh, with that, uh, Clay, we're out of here this week. Um, I just messed that up, but I'm gonna keep going. <clears throat> As always, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there, and please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere and join up. Uh, great conversations going on. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram at RFN underscore podcast. I'm trying to do better at posting stuff to both of those. I managed to post something to each one, one thing all this week, so I'm doing pretty good considering how much I normally post. Um, also, don't forget to send us those emails with any questions or comments to RFN.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Clay, where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, at sweet JJ the number one the letter S and folks please stop liking your friends text messages Jason please stop doing it <laughs> every time Jason decides to be a, he decides to be a troll so I'm just going to start responding with just random gifs now that's, every that's every time every time you bring it up it makes me remember to do that it's your own fault first of all for doing it secondly it makes me die so. I, I I have a it, it makes my day a little brighter at work when. I like it, and you come back cussing me up and down. 
it, it, it makes it puts a smile on my face. So yeah, I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, you can Seriously. find me at Jason seventy six Z. And with that, we are out. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Seriously, bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.